0: Hi, this is Adrienne Barbeau. Just call me Billy. Everyone does. And you're listening to WithoutYourHead.com.
1: Welcome to the station of decapitation without your head. I'm Nasty Neal, and I'm joined by Julia Barnett, the director of Flickr, which will be at the Female Eye Film Festival, November 7th through the 10th in Toronto. It's very cool to have you here.
0: Yes, thank you. I'm excited to be here.
1: Yes, yeah, so for people who aren't aware yet, can you explain what Flickr is, which I know is kind of hard since it's a short, without giving too much away? I,
0: okay, yes, well... It's about this little girl who lives in a very puritanical home, legalistic home. And um, they're afraid of a lot of things, but they're afraid of something outside their house. And we don't know if it's the apocalypse or what it is, but um, a lot of these fears live in her mind. So, I mean, I can tell you what happens. Mm-hmm. But really, the, the evil is kind of happening inside her mm-hmm. house. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah. Where, where did the idea come from?
0: Well, and this might give a little bit of it away, but um, I was raised in a in a very strict home. It was, I would call it like a legalistic home, if that makes sense, like um, religiously legalistic. And so there was there was so much fear kind of placed in to me as a kid that uh, some some of it was paralyzing, and so I kind of went off of that. But one of the things that we weren't allowed to do was to celebrate Halloween so cuz you know it's the devil's apple day right mm-hmm. so um we would like sit in the back of the house and turn off all the lights and you know trick or treaters would come by and we would ignore the door and i just remember having this feeling that like you know if i was going to go outside i might get a demon or you know all those things i look back on it now as a mom and an adult and and just see how how easy it is to kind of mess with a kid's head you know yeah and so in this film, we really, I, we played a, a lot with genre, um, but just kind of like seeing how a lot of that stuff is just living in your mind, but it's not real.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you still have a relationship with your family?
0: Well, this was my, it was actually mostly my stepdad that drove that.
1: Okay.
0: Um, but yeah, that's definitely created issues. <laughs> yeah. Have they, have they seen Flick?
1: Yeah. have they seen flicker no yeah I don't know. Probably be, yeah
0: <laughs> yeah no i don't I, I mean maybe i could let my mom see it but i um i don't know the older i get i just it's okay for for her not to see that you know yeah. she already knows
1: yeah. sure so um i saw uh, lydia tracy's been in uh other things you've made
0: so mm-hmm.
1: uh do, do you know her like outside of uh
0: movies that's my daughter
1: Oh, okay. Well, yes, and then the answer would be yes, I
0: <laughs> Yes, and, uh, you know, we had a lot of fun in both both um, Chasing Grace, which was my first short that premiered at South by Southwest, mm-hmm. and in this one. And actually, my son's in Flickr, too. Um, but uh, it's it's been fun, like, making it kind of like a family thing. And actually, my husband did the special effects in, um, in Flickr, so we oh, had a nice. good
1: time. Uh,
0: mhm.
1: so is that something you think she wants to pursue acting
0: yeah she's my little artist you know so i don't know if it'll be singing or acting or but she's definitely my creative one i mean i'd probably encourage her to i don't know i mean as an actor for many years and i think one of the reasons why a professional actor working actor for many years and i think one of the reasons why i started filmmaking is I was able to tell my own stories and there's just so much more power in being able to tell your own story as opposed to telling someone else's story. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'd love for her to, to think about that, but right now she loves acting and singing and all those things. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, obviously this is a, a personal story to you. Was uh, mm-hmm. chasing grace also uh, personal?
0: Yeah. And ironically it was, I mean, I think that a lot of times we write from, what we know best. And, um, and I, and so those of the, both of those shorts, I really wrote from personal experience. Um, I'm working on another project that actually that I just shot this last summer in Uganda. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I lived in East Africa for many years, and I've worked with a charity there for many years. And so, um, this is a story idea about some of my friends inspired me to write this story. So, um, I think that that's kind of, as, as filmmakers, that's the best thing we can do, right? Take our own personal life and, or things that we've experienced and try and elevate them to art.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what To me, genre doesn't necessarily really matter. But what genre is the, is the one you're working on?
0: Uh, wait, the one that I'm showing, Flickr? Or- well, fl- no,
1: the, no I, I've seen Flickr, and I would you know, consider that horror in, in a way. Yeah. But uh, the, the new okay. one that you said you were working on.
0: my new one is actually family and it's based on a a TV pilot that I wrote, a family TV pilot show that we're, well, I'll be pitching in the new year. And so I wanted to create kind of a proof of concept because there's not very many family shows set in Ugandan in slum. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So it's, it's kind of got a unique perspective. And actually I got chosen at the, the female I film festival to pitch. I'm going to be part of the live pitch, so I'll be pitching something. Oh, nice! That's
1: yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Have yeah, you ever? Excited. Have you ever been to the Female Eye Film Fest? You know, before you had your movie. Yeah. No,
0: I haven't, and it's been a while since I've been to Toronto, so I'm really excited to go. And I mean, the film festival has been amazing. Leslie Ann's been incredible. I really think they're putting on a great thing for female filmmakers in Toronto.
1: Yeah. Um, I went to Toronto very briefly last year for the very first time, but it is a nice area.
0: Yeah, I was raised in the Midwest, so um, Toronto seems kind of similar to. It's a lot bigger, but like you know, Chicago was one of the cities I used to go to a lot. Being raised in Indiana and Michigan, but Toronto has a really cool vibe.
1: Mm-hmm. Did Chase and Grace uh, do festivals?
0: Yes. Yeah, so Chase and Grace premiered at South by Southwest in Mm -hmm. austin and then we had a pretty big festival run um but i didn't do as much uh, i don't i don't think we did anything in canada but we did you know holly shorts in la and we did tons of festivals with chasing grace
1: yeah what do you think the benefits of of festivals for a filmmaker
0: i think it's a good question um and there is expense obviously involved in Mm -hmm. going to the festivals but I think there's two, there's a lot of benefits. But one of the ones for me is being able to make meet other filmmakers and other creators and learn from each other. And then, you know, sometimes you can work together on projects. Um, and then just, you know, the opportunity to meet industry people that you wouldn't otherwise meet. You know, you're just sitting at home with your film.
1: Yeah. And, um, the shorts themselves, like, um, where do they go after the the festival run? It does seem like there are more uh, homes for, yeah. for shorts now than there they used to be. But like, uh, yeah, you know, I guess one of the goals of making a short film.
0: Yeah, I think for a lot of filmmakers it's a calling card because it's it's less expensive to make a short film. You know, before you make your feature, and to kind of show people what you could do. I mean, for for my my TV show, it's really, this is, it's going to help me in pitching. So while I'll still submit some angels to film festivals in my pitches in LA next year, it'll be something that I can use to give to people too. So kind of has a dual purpose, but um, you know, you can put it on Vimeo, You can put it on Amazon now. Um, there's, there's some platforms that are interested in short content and starting to buy them. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. I think uh it seems like shorts have grown in popularity over the last few years and I think a lot of it is the the film festivals.
0: Yes, I think so too. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And uh, I enjoy the, the the shorts and uh I guess um like you said it, it shows people what you can do and also audiences have short attention spans so they can sit through <laughs> a bunch of uh, short films as opposed to a bunch of features
0: correct and even for tv series you know short 10 or 20 minute um episodes right people yeah. love that you know so
1: so what interested you in
0: in making films well i always wanted to tell this the story jason grace was something that it was a story that i had wanted to tell i'd written it originally um as a feature many years before and I had also written a couple plays uh, when I was living in New York. One of my plays won Best Play at the French Festival there. And, and I feel like, you know, it was just really like a medium for me to get out my story mm-hmm. in in an affordable way that more people would see if I just wrote a play. And so I didn't, I don't know when I wrote, when I did my first short, I don't know if I thought that like this was something I was going to continue pursuing. But I think I loved it so much and I loved being able to be on the other side of the camera Um, And I felt that I had a knack for it in many ways that I just wanted to keep doing it.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Acting. When when did you start acting?
0: Well, I actually started acting as a kid in Indianapolis. Um, I don't know. My mom got me like an agent there. So I did. I did some commercials and things like that. I did my first film when I was 18. And uh, a lot of my friends moved out to L.A. And I don't know. I guess I thought I had to go to college. So that's what I did. And I ended up—that's um, right after college—is when I went and lived in Africa for many years. I really had no intention of doing that. It was kind of a weird thing how it, how that all took place. But um, when I came back, I moved to New York, and so I worked. Sorry, I guess it was my mid twenties. I started working there, and I did a lot of television and film in New York.
1: Is it a similar? Uh, is it a similar creative process or? Uh, you get to, I guess, maybe more creative, like fulfillment uh, of acting and, and you know, writing and creating.
0: Yeah, you know, I think that it's helped me tell stories because I've been an actor for my whole life and I'm also an acting teacher. And so I think it's helped me to be able to formulate a story and, and see what's impactful and also to work with the actors. Um you know, filmmaking is a very expensive art form. There's a lot of ways that you can tell stories, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think for those of us that feel like this is our art form, we're willing to, I mean, it's a lot of planning. Um, it, one project can consume years of your life, you know, so you have to really love the story that you're telling. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, how long did uh, Flickr take to, to make?
0: Flickr was probably one of my shorter ones because we shot over a weekend and then I did reshoots I'd say, but still, from beginning of concept, writing, shooting, post took a long time, and then submission, I, I think it was almost a year.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know how much you want to talk about, but you said, you know, it is uh, based, uh, uh, inspired by, like, uh, you growing up. How much did that affect you, like, uh, when you are making friends and, and stuff in the outside world when you were a kid?
0: <laughs> um, you know, it's interesting because... Uh, My, I had my dad, not my stepdad, but my dad was not at all like that. And I think that that kind of helped me to see that there was another side of things that like, you know, you could do stuff and not be afraid. Mm -hmm. Um, So I look back at kind of my young teenage self and and see how I was gripped by a lot of fear. But I, I feel like I've been able to let go of that a lot as an adult and I'm sure counseling has helped and is important. And then and then as a parent, in some ways, it's, it's interesting. In some ways, I think about my child a lot more as a parent. I'm sure a lot of other parents do, too, because you kind of realize all the stuff that kind of got screwed up. And I'm sure there's plenty of things I'm screwing up, too. But um, at least I'm able to identify, like, I'm not going to do that, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: No, um, are you still a religious person?
0: I don't know if I would call myself religious in in legalistic religious, but I I, I am definitely a person of faith.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, that's it, interesting because it's I wouldn't say the movie's like anti, you know, uh, faith or anti religion. Mm-hmm. And there's there's kind of a you know a a line there between uh, uh, questioning something and, and being you know against something.
0: Exactly, there is. That we should question things, but
1: yeah, yeah. So you said you filmed it over a weekend. Where where did you film it?
0: You know what? I filmed it in my house. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, i I moved things around and uh-huh. uh, and we we made it work. Yeah, and the so first time I well with Chase and Grace it was a '70s period piece, so we had tons of locations. Mm-hmm. And and my goal with Flickr was how can I make something and tell a story that I'm passionate about. It doesn't cost as much money, yeah, and so while there was still an investment in it, it was it wasn't nearly as much as chasing Grace.
1: yeah, that is something you think about, I think the more projects you do
0: exactly yeah. <laughs> yes mm-hmm.
1: has uh, has your daughter seen it
0: yes they yes, my family's seen it,
1: yeah, what'd she think of seeing herself you know uh, I don't know if she saw on the big screen or not, but seeing herself you know on uh in something in a movie.
0: Well, I think she loves it. <laughs> <You know? laughs>
1: I guess that's a silly question. I
0: mean, this is yeah. well, this is a YouTube era, right? Where everybody wants to like that's get true. on YouTube and true. talk about. I mean, sorry, nonsense or whatever it is, uh-huh. what slime they made that day or whatever. And I have not let her get on YouTube and do that yet. So at least she, I guess, at least she gets to be in my movies.
1: <laughs> yeah. How about you? You as her mother, what's it like to see her in on the big screen?
0: I think that um both Lydia and Xander did really really well in this film. Um and part of it is, you know, they're siblings so they had kind of that natural relationship, but I I, I was I was impressed with how how well they did. Yeah. Cuz you never know with kids, even your own kids, when they're going to check out and be like, "Yeah, I don't feel like doing this anymore."
1: <laughs> right. When you mm-hmm. when you showed uh when you debuted Chasing Grace, what was it like to watch, you know, something that you made? for the first time with an audience.
0: Yeah. Oh my goodness. I was so nervous. Um, but it was pretty magical. I have to say, because premiering at South by Southwest, you know, it's on like a a massive screen, and it's a big opening. And, um, a lot of my friends came. And so I, I felt really proud and humbled at the same time, you know? Um, and they really, yeah, it was pretty incredible.
1: Mm -hmm. Since you're from Texas, I have to ask this. It's, not important at all well, it might be important to me but uh, what's the best barbecue in Austin
0: oh that's so funny um I know that this is going to be hard to believe but there is a chain here called Rudy's uh-huh. and I actually think it's better than like everybody goes to Salt Lake which is actually not far from my house and I love the Salt Lake and it's a great experience and everything but I think Rudy's is just as good if not better
1: all right. Yeah. I was in Dallas, like Fort Worth, and the, everyone told me that's like not real barbecue, that I had to go to Austin. I know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I know that's what they say. But you could wait in line at Franklin's and it'll be amazing. I mean, there's tons. Don's barbecue is great here, too. But, you know, like it's still really good. And I actually like it a little bit better than County Line. I don't know if you went to County Line.
1: Uh, no, I can't remember where we went. We went to some something, it was a pit cooper's pit i believe and oh, okay. uh, that was good and then there, there was one and i think it was actually in deep ellum and we had to wait in a big mm. long line i forget the name of yeah. it but it's kind of like a famous place
0: and then drink like five glasses of water afterwards because there's so much salt in food.
1: yeah i've changed my diet since then so it's, uh, i probably wouldn't be able to eat a lot of barbecue anymore but
0: I mean, you got to eat barbecue if you're coming here at least once. That's
1: right, crazy. right. Yeah, yeah. I've lost 135 pounds in the last 11 months, so
0: try try wouldn't amazing. be the same.
1: Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Uh, wow,
0: that's like a lot of weight.
1: Yeah, it's like a person.
0: <laughs> but, yeah.
1: <laughs> <I know. laughs> so yeah. Uh, so since Flickr is, you know, the horror genre, are you a horror movie fan?
0: I'm actually not, and I, I kind of would consider Flickr more suspense. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, but it goes with kind real
1: of, life horror, I guess.
0: Yes, exactly. And which can be more scary than, you know, chainsaws. Um, <laughs> and so, but I do like kind of that, you know, black mirror and, um, West World. And even though it's not horror, it's like you know, very suspenseful. Um, so I think, but I'll, I'll be excited. I'm excited to be and see what the other women put together for, um, this Friday. At 11 yeah.
1: o'clock. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah. So w- what do you think of the F rating?
0: Oh, I mean, I think it's great. Yeah, I think that we should definitely be trying to put more. I mean, it's the thing we've been trying for years, right? To put females more front and center. And it's, it's interesting because <laughs> in independent films, there's tons of female directors and producers. Yeah. It's just really mainstream Hollywood that has not caught up with that at all yeah well
1: um, why do you think that is on, uh, more because I, I go to a lot of wh- horror movie uh, festivals and um, uh, the last one I was at there was actually 70% of the uh, of the move of the short films were directed by females. Why do you think that is that it's more prevalent on the independent level?
0: I mean I think it's a lot of reasons but one of the reasons I think is also just perspective I think that people hiring directors, or they've got this big movie or whatever they're doing they think about a man as being the person that should be in, in charge and leading the way and i think it's just changing that perspective mm-hmm. so yeah
1: did you and deal with any of moment- moment- i'm sorry yeah i didn't oh, mean no, you to i was just say did you deal with any of that when you uh when you were getting into to making uh films
0: I feel like as a woman, we're always dealing with that to a certain degree. And the first film I did, Chasing Grace, I, I did have an issue with a couple of the crew members who maybe didn't have the same respect for me as a woman, even just the way that they talked to me and things like that. And I um, which was hard for me. But I, you know, I wasn't going to fire anyone and I I chose people because I I wanted to have people around me that knew more about their craft in their particular area than I did. But I think that I learned from that that the next time I needed to make sure everyone was on my side, you know, and and that doesn't mean they can't argue with me or have a disagreement because I'm all up for that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I need to know that they at least still respect me as a woman and that I can still make smart decisions so it's still out there but you know what I do think it's changing and I love working with both men and women you know I'm not just going to hire an all crew of women just Mm -hmm. so I can say that I want to hire the best person and when I was in Uganda several of my producers were women and I really trusted them my art director was a woman but my DP was a badass man you know and Mm -hmm. I'm so happy to have him and he brought a different perspective and so was our sound guy. So um, we as women too, I think we need to also make sure that we're hiring the right people.
1: Yeah. I think what you said is perfect to hire the best person. Because that would be ideal is is you know, regardless of uh, someone's right. gender, whoever is the best person for, for what mm-hmm. whatever you want to do.
0: Absolutely. I do think we'll start to see more female directors in television and i think that's that's where it's starting to change a little bit. But you know, so many of the of the films are ip films and they're these big blockbuster films and they're giving it to, you know, well-established male directors.
1: Right. Well, that's interesting too because you said well-established and so it it would take time for someone to become established, exactly. you know, before <laughs> right. then before they can just get there.
0: Yeah. So true. Yeah. Right.
1: So you said about working on a on a tv show? Mhm. Which uh, I think right now is a perfect time for that, for those like like a golden age of television, and also so many um, platforms out there for you know series.
0: Definitely, I mean, we are in this amazing age with television and all the different platforms that need a variety of content. That it, I think this is a good time for a, a female creative to get her idea out there and for them to accept it. You know, if they mm-hmm. love it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's also, like you said there, there's a lot of uh, lot of shows that, you know, just the concept's a little, you know, different, and they probably wouldn't have been mm-hmm. made like 20 years ago because there's only so many channels. But now with so many different uh, streaming sites, like, you can make something that might not necessarily be mainstream, but, uh, you know, has a place that will take a chance on it.
0: Definitely. I agree. That's happening for sure. I don't know for how long it's going to happen, Um yeah. But you know now Disney's got their new platform, so everybody's kind of breaking out their platform right now.
1: Yeah, yeah, because it, you know, if there's gonna be a limit, because you know every, you know, you exactly. think, oh, I'm gonna get rid of cable and I'll get these streaming sites, but at the same point, you still can't, you know, even if they're five bucks, uh, eventually there'll be too many for everyone to, to, uh,
0: right to get, and nobody has time to watch all of them, and anyway, that's true
1: too. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I've been trying to get rid of my cable, but my husband won't let me because why you can guess why football
1: football. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs>
0: right. Live sports. Uh-huh. I've been trying for years. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah they say that, uh, cause that's, uh, that's a whole different thing. But, uh, why like, um, the, the sports get so much ad uh, revenue is mm-hmm. because it is like the last thing that people watch live and don't DVR or, or you know, watch on demand. Oh. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yes. And you know, it's, cause I did a lot of commercials back in the day and used to be able to make a really good living doing mm-hmm. commercials and it is harder and harder to do that because of the way they, they play the commercials. Yeah.
1: Yeah. When I asked people like, um, cause I had Asner on the show, who's you know, obviously oh, had yeah. years in, in the business and you know, he was, he's pretty much against like a lot of streaming sites and the, the more, Uh, younger or maybe not even younger, but newer people there tend to be more for it because there's new, more opportunity. But people who remember more about uh, Mm -hmm. how things used to be pay wise, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, it can can differ. So a lot of people are kind of in the middle.
0: Yeah. Payment is definitely different, but I will say like not in the entertainment perspective, but from a parent perspective, I like that my kids aren't watching a bunch of ads and then asking me to buy them something.
1: (laughs) yeah yeah I agree. so where can people follow you if they want to uh you know see what see what you're up to?
0: Yeah, so I'm uh, the Julia Barnett on Instagram, and I guess Twitter is uh, acting in Africa.
1: All right, very good and I enjoyed Flickr and hope people come out to Thank female you. eye film festival uh, this weekend and, uh, yes, check it out. I know. Yeah. Thank like you so days.
0: much. I appreciate it.
1: Thank you very much. Have a good day. I appreciate you. Thank right. you for coming on.
0: Okay. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.